Shalom of Rachav, as Hashem continues with Simon Chav Zayin, Sif Rav, Sif Vav, that is Hilchus Tefillin, and specifically discussing the halachas of lefties. Which arm does the lefty put his Tefillin on? Now we know, we have learned so far, that a person is supposed to put a Tefillin on Yad Kehoh, on the, on the left hand. On the left hand. What do you mean left hand? If he's a righty, his left hand is his weaker one. So what happens a person is a lefty, so his Yad is his right hand. Now the difficulty comes, as we'll see in this Sivov, is when the person is not just a pure lefty. Like I mentioned, I grew up with a friend of mine who was a righty, but when it came to batting, for whatever reason, he went to the left side of the plate. I remember he had this unique batting stance. It wasn't a pure lefty, that sweet, smooth string of, swing of a lefty. It was more of that uppercut. Because he was really he was really a righty, but he's batting with his left. Sometimes I spawned, someone told me today he's a lefty, and when he bowls, he goes bowling. He uses his right hand. I said, use your right hand when you go bowling. That means your right hand is your stronger hand. Yeah, exactly. Which hand do you put your twillin on? So this is a whole discussion we'll be getting into over here. Bottom line, lamaisa halach lamaisa. Please go speak to your rav about it. But now we have the understanding of the topic of discussion and. You can be more informative and ask the question with more knowledge. We are in Simen Chav Zayin Sif Vav. Simen Chav Zayin Sif Vav. Yad a lefty Yeminoi. He puts it on his right hand. What does that mean? Im Oisa Kol Melachtoi Kol Melachtoi Bismoyloi. If he does all of his work with his left hand, meniach bismoyloi shuyimin shall call adam. He puts it on his right hand. He puts it on his right hand. Page seventy-four now. Yes. Okay. He puts it on his right hand. Why? Because he does everything with with his left hand. So what's his weaker hand? That's why this person told me this morning that when he goes bowling, he bowls with his right hand. I would never bowl with my left hand. My left hand is weaker. What's he telling me? He's telling me, well, his right hand is pretty strong. Then he says to me, when he throws, he throws with his left. What's the word for such a person like this? Nambidextrous. That's what we call such a person like this. Right? So we'll see about this. Okay, a person can do things with both hands. He puts it on the left. A kol odom means the real left. If he's a real bona fide ambidextrous, now I don't know if this person is really bona fide ambidextrous, but if a person is a real what they call an ambidextrous, then he puts on the tefillin on the left hand, on everyone's left hand, the small kol adam. Now, why does the person writes with one hand, but does everything else with the other hand? Do we go after the hand he writes with, and we say that's his dominant hand? And then, therefore, he puts in the tefillin on the left hand. Or do we say, no, he does everything else with his left hand. He just happens to write with his right hand. It's a confusing situation. Says the Everything else he does with his left hand. Or, or he writes with his left hand. And everything else he does, with his right hand. In such a case like this, Yeshu Ayman, the first opinion says, Yeshu Ayman Shia Niach, Tfilin Biyad, 
Shetosh Koyach. You should put the tefillin on his weaker hand. In other words, the deciding factor is not the hand that he writes with, or not the hand that he doesn't write with. The deciding factor is which is his weaker hand. So let's say you give the person a jar to open. Let's say you give somebody a jar to open. Usually they're going to try to open with a stronger hand, right? Now, what happens is when they try the right hand, that doesn't work, then they go to the left hand. If they had a third hand, they try that also before they give it to the five-year-old. <laughs> now, here, the first opinion says that he puts it on his weaker hand. However, the second opinion, the Yeshua Mishahayat Shekoyse Chashuva, the second opinion says, It's considered to be the right the hand that he writes with. The hand he writes with is considered to be his right hand. And he puts on the tefillin on the opposite hand. So here's a person that is an amity extras. And he puts on the tefillin on the opposite hand that he writes with. I, I know someone who told me, I watched him take off his tefillin once, off his left hand, and flip them over, and put them on his right hand. So after davening, I asked him, so, my hi, what's going on? So he says to me, that he spoke to, of, I believe of Shoal Klein, Shlita, is the, I believe if I'm saying the name correctly, the Av Bezdin of Ravazna Zatzal from Bnei Brak, his, his Bezdin, and he told him about his, his ambidextrous capabilities. And he was suggest, it was suggested to him that he makes the bracha when he puts a tefillin on his left hand. But afterwards, to be yaitzi, he flips it over and without a bracha, puts it on his right hand as well. Okay. Let's take a look here at the Mishnah Ruh in the previous page. Four lines from the bottom. Sifkot Nechof Aleph. In the previous page, Sifkot Nechof Aleph. So he said in the Mechaber, V'itter Yad Yeminoi, Yemoise Komalach Lebismoiloi. He said, V'itter, he says, take a look earlier in Sifkot Yud Bey. So if you take a look earlier in Sifkot Yud Bey, which you don't have to do that, it's just the previous page, he tells you over there that in Itter, Hamaniach Tfilin, Mimish Eni Itter, a person who is a lefty that's wearing a righty's tefillin, or the other way around, he says, look in the bear loch. So you're traveling around over here. What does the bear loch say? So the bear loch is right on our page, on the same page. That's the bear loch we discussed yesterday. There's this bear loch on the same page. Okay, in my edition it's underlined. What does he say to do? If you are a righty, borrowing a lefty's tefillin, or vice versa, before you put on the tefillin, Flip the tefillin over that the yud should be facing inside to your heart. Because if you are a, a righty, barring a lefty's tefillin, so you're going to put on the tefillin, slide it up your arm, where's the yud, the kesh of the shalyad facing? It's facing outward. It has to be facing inward towards your heart. So even though the ritsua that holds the tefillin together, which is called the ma'varta, should be facing upwards towards your shoulder. In this case, it's more important that the yud is facing inward. So you're going to flip the tefillin over and slide it up your arm that the yud be facing in, toward, in towards your heart. That's what he discusses over there. 
And when he says, look in Sifkot and Yudbeis, and then he says, look in the Be'er Locha, which we just did outside. Okay. Sifkot and Chavbeis. Yad Yemeinoi. Ve'afilu nasa iter al yidei shehirgul atzmoi achakach lo'inoi lekach. What's a lefty? A lefty is a person who was either born a lefty or something happened to the person. He had an accident and he had to use his left hand on a more regular basis and he became a lefty. At the end of the day, he's still called a lefty. Even if he wasn't born like this. He puts a film on his right arm now. Because he's still called a lefty. Even more so if he was he was made like this to be a lefty. Let's say a person was born with an illness in his right hand. And he didn't have the strength in his right hand. So what is he going to use? His, he's going to use his left hand more often. He becomes a bona fide lefty. He had his, his hand was amputated. So he's definitely going to be a, a lefty. Let's do all the work with his left hand. This person has a din, a status of a 100% a lefty. Al Hayad Haritsuo, and he puts the, the tefillin and the ksharim, of course, on the right arm. What happens to the person's right hand now all of a sudden? He gets healed. All of a sudden it becomes stronger. Now, if this person, his right hand gets healed, and all of a sudden, he's using his right hand more on a regular basis, which I think is a little uncommon. Because once a person is a lefty, I would think he would stay a lefty. But in this, this example, he now uses his right hand and his left hand equally. So now he's an ambidextrous. And then he should put the tefillah on the left hand. He put the tefillah on the left hand because he's a regular... He's The, the tefillah generally belong on the left arm. If the person is a lefty, then he puts the tefillah on the right arm. So this person is a righty now also. He's back, he's back to being a righty. So then Tefillin go on the left arm. Simple as that. We said here that this lefty does kol melachtoi. Who had din, says the Mishra turning the page, afilu rak roid melachtoi. Even if it's only the majority, the majority of his of his things. The majority of the things he does. So like, like this person who would back lefty. But what does he do? The majority of the things he does, he does as a, as, as a righty. So I'm saying the other case. Here in this, this person's case, this lefty, the majority of the lefty things he does throughout the day is with his left hand. Even though once in a while he does a thing here and there as with his right hand. He's still called a lefty. He puts on his left hand. And if he puts on the other arm, he's not yaitse. You hear this? If a lefty puts a film on the right arm, he's yaitse. If a righty puts a tefillin on the left arm, he's yaitze. But if they put the tefillin on the other arm, on their strong arm, they're not yaitze the mitzvah tefillin. Doesn't even say b'diyevet you are. He says not yaitze the mitzvah. Siv katan chafei. And the person is shayda b'shtei yada. The person now is an ambidextrous. 
But he does work with both of his hands equally. But if it's easier for him to do things with his left hand, even though he can, even though he can also do things with his right hand, this is not called So even though a person can do some things with his right hand, that's not called a Shalabishtayadov and Amidextrus. Sifkan Chavav. So, what's the bottom line? The person puts on the tefillin, Shetosh Kayach, on the arm that's weaker. Why? Because we learned previously it says Yod Cha with a He, which we dash in from the Gemara, Yad Keha, the weaker hand. What's the line with the Chsivo? So this person writes, we said over here, let's get the exact case in the Mechaber, that the person, let's say he writes with his uh, left hand. Okay, so then you would say, oh, so maybe his left hand is stronger. So now we're saying, no, according to this opinion, the fact that he could write with something, with one hand, that doesn't make you that define who you are, a righty or a lefty. That doesn't define if you're righty or lefty. We go after the majority of your behavior. And that's what defines a person to be a lefty. That's the first opinion. Sif Kotun Chof Zayin the second opinion says no we do go after the hand he writes with and therefore that will be his dominant hand and he'll put on the tefillin on the opposite hand what's the reason for the second opinion and the Mishra explains because the Pasuk says ukshartam ukshavtam it says, Ukshartam, you should bind them, the tefillin, Ukhsavtam. And it says in the Pasuk also, Ukhsavtam, you should write them. Referring to the mezuzah. So the second opinion is explaining that it's mashma, the same hand you write with. That's the hand you should be binding the tefillin on the opposite hand. The same hand you write with is the hand you ukshartam, you bind the tefillin around the opposite arm. And that's what the Ramah says to do. Vahachi nahog, that's what Ramah says to do. Miyu kishun noilad came. Rak achakach hirgil atzma lichtoi bismol. Now, let's say a person is born righty. Born one way. Then he just trained himself to write with his left hand. And everything else he does with his right hand. He just trained himself to write. You know, some people, they want to experiment. This person is still a righty. Even though we just said a second ago, the line above, that if you the hand you write with, that's your dominant hand. But in this case, 
This person trained himself to write with his left hand also. Maybe he's a spy and he wanted to learn to learn how to train himself like this. Okay, whatever the case might be. Whatever the, I don't know how you call a person. A person who can't read is illiterate. I don't know if a person who can't write what he's called. But a person who can't write. Can't write. Everyone agrees the way to define what this person is is they go Basar Shah Malacha used to go after the the rest of the malachas that he that he does. The Aziyash Isa Isa Nikriyamin, whatever hand he does it, that is called he is a he is that right hand. He is that hand that every does more of his malacha with. Okay. Um, in Sifkad Nukhavches he tells us to take a look at the Birhalacha, which we will not be seeing now. We're going to continue with Sif Zayin. The Mechabri says in Sif Zayin, Even though a person has a wound in the place of his Tefillin, the Tefillin belong in a certain spot, and he has a wound there. Tefillin, he said, put on the Tefillin, there's enough room on the arm, to put on two Tefillin. Because the bone towards the armpit, from the from the from half of we said in the, the previous pages earlier is the elbow, right? So you have from the elbow to the armpit, you have enough room to put on two tefillins. Now the size tefillin we're talking about are smaller size tefillin. And let's be clear, the tefillin belong on the bicep. I was just at the kaisel. I was just at the kaisel. And as I was taking off my tefillin, I turned to my right. I noticed a, a yid wearing two tefillin on his head at the same time. You have some svad and wear like this. And he, you know, of course, we don't see this too often. You ever see that? No. Right. So we don't see it too often. I don't remember what type of svad and wear like this. But... What he's saying is that there's enough room on the head and enough room on the arm, and of course there were smaller sized tefillin, to wear two tefillins. Two pairs of tefillin. So he's saying even if you have a wound, it's interesting here because we had it earlier that the person had a bandage and he had no choice to put the tefillin on top of the bandage. In that case we say you don't make a brach on that tefillin because you're not putting it directly on your skin. But in this case he apparently has a little more room to put it on the right spot. Now he says, the person has a wound, that he has a burn. I once took a share from a, um, a mashkiach who was kashering for Pesach, and he showed us the picture, how he scolded his arm. He, he shows people when he gives right, pearl, pearl mutter from the OU years ago. He, showed, he, wants, he wants to scare people. He says you have to do things properly. And he tells people his mistake had the water jump up, back up at him. Fine. Let's say you can't put on your tefillin. So you put on tefillin, that arm. And that's it. You put on the shalroish. As we had learned that there are two separate mitzvahs. There's a shalyad and a shalroish. If you can't put on the shalyad because of that reason, so you put on the shalroish. Okay. Sif Ches. Sif Ches. We are actually going to wait for tomorrow 
Mitzvah Hashem will pick up from Sifches tomorrow. So what do we discuss over here? We discuss a person who is a lefty. He puts on a tefillin on the right arm. A person who is a righty, of course, puts on a tefillin on the left arm. A person who is ambidextrous puts on a tefillin on the left arm. And how do you define if a person is a righty or lefty? So over here, the Ramah says, you're asking like after you go at what the person writes with. I will tell you, there's a lot more to discuss in this topic. One of the ways that that uh, Paiskim asked uh, uh, Bar Mitzvah what to do is I've heard they, they, that they ask him, they give him a thread and they give him a needle. And they say to him, put the, put the thread through the eye of the needle and make a stitch. Which hand is he going to stitch with? I'll tell you this much. I'm just, as I'm thinking about this, I'm just... To hold a needle in my left hand, I just, I just, I don't know what how to begin. <laughs> I'm a righty. To put the needle, I can barely stitch with my right hand. I can do it with my left hand, and that would be a definitive way to show also. Now, according to the first approach, once again, not the second approach. The second approach goes up bus the ksiva. The same way you write is the way you, you bind. But that approach would go after. I see you're holding you're holding the, <laughs> the needle. Hold the needle here. This is my my right hand is my st- stronger one, more steady, and I would. Put you you saw. So, uh, so the right hand is more steady. You would, you would hold the needle with the le- with the weaker hand. Yeah. And you would hold the thread with the more the dominant hand. Right. And this way you would that would also be a way to try to show which is your dominant hand. And then you make it right. Okay, Rabbi says it's a very important halacha. Once again, if anyone is a, what they think a lefty. Speak to your rod. Make sure you put it on Phil on the right arm. Lefty, we're 